temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hey, sports bettors, ready for some picks destined to fail? It's time to hear what the Sports Daily staff thinks of the weekend games. All right, welcome back into Sports Daily. Hour number two on a Friday means we welcome in our buddy Paul Savage in. Uh, Paul is uh, licking his wounds a little bit. I think that was probably your worst week of picks, Paul, and you're falling behind here three and seven on the week. You know, that's Tommy horrible. goes six and four to win the week. Yeah. I was right in between five and five. Paul... Uh, in second, Tommy making up some ground on Paul, and I've uh, I'm ahead. I think by like five games. It's close. It's close all the way around. How are you, big man? I'm good. How about you guys? Hey, ready for a great Christmas? I, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, let's go. By the way, I've already I went yesterday to uh, HTO. Got you. You know how we started this tradition of gallons of tea oh, yeah. for for Gotta our dinners. You know, so there you go. How about that, big boy? You're a part of my family tradition now. You can still get some, I, Paul. We're we're lo- unloading all kinds of new snacks this afternoon. Oh, wow. uh, and really cool stuff. You'll have to check it out. They're good. They sent us a good, box. Good. Uh, to like sample them. They're really good. And they're yeah. like, they're they're healthier, in the sense that that like it's the good ingredients. It's, I, I whatever. We'll see. You'll see them in the store the next time you go in. Well, um, all right. Let's let's make some football picks, Paul. It was a rough week on you. I, right. I hate you know. I hate to oh, hate to d- hear stop that. Stop that because you don't. It breaks that. my heart. You don't. Hey, I love mean it, man. That at all. you're a terrible liar, Albrock. You're a terrible liar. Should I be doing I'm that this for close you, to Paul. Christmas? Oh, yeah, that's should, it. We should be nicer yeah, that, than that today. Yeah, you're coming way for too me. close to Christmas to you're be coming, taking coming these kinds of Chris. You're coming for me. I'm you're only two games back. For me. Only two games back. Well, I think if somebody it be... could, it would be nice. It's lonely up here at the top. Oh, <sighs> see, you know something? Okay. We're we're just full of ourselves this morning, aren't we, Jacob? We're full of something, Paul. <laughs> yeah, we are full uh, of I'll something. tell you that. That is for sure. All right. So let's let's do this. We got ten games to pick here, so we gotta we gotta get through it. Uh, and we'll start. We didn't get to pick yesterday. We would we would have all picked the Rams. I I should have bet more money on that. I like that game all week long. Uh, but we go to the Bengals and the Steelers first. Remember, we've got Saturday games. You've got Saturday, Sunday, Monday games all over the map here. So we'll start with Bengals Steelers. Uh, Jamar Chase will not play in that game. We learned yesterday. Mason Rudolph is quarterbacking the Steelers. The Steelers are home underdogs, which is a theme this week in the picks, fellas. A lot of home underdogs here. Um, I'll start. I'm. I'm. Lead. Actually, no, Tommy, you won last week, so you start. Give us the first pick. 
Well, you know, the Steelers are in free fall right now. There's been a lot of drama with this team over the last couple of weeks with Deontay Johnson and George Pickens and just kind of their maturity. And there's some turmoil going on, I think, in the locker room. And, you know, Mike Tomlin is really, really good at mentoring and that sort of thing. But it's not been good in Pittsburgh recently. They're seven and seven in a division where outside of the Ravens, you know, that they had an opportunity with Joe Burrow going down with the injuries that have happened with Cleveland. But here the Steelers sit at seven and seven and they're in real danger of finishing under 500 on the flip side with the Bengals. You mentioned Jamar Chase is out, but Jake Browning has looked pretty solid in his time quarterbacking this team. I'm going to take the Bengals on the road. I'm going to lay the two and a half. I think they win by probably a touchdown. Oh, I'm with you. I'll pick next. I, I, It's tough without Chase Brown. Here's the scary part for me. I think I'm starting Browning in two fantasy football semifinals. I don't have another option. Uh, so even without Chase, I think I'm going to roll there. The Steelers are down three safeties right now. Three, they're, they're, so they'd be to their, I guess, fourth string safeties here. Uh, so I think Browning can get it moved around a little bit. I'm with you. I think the Bengals, just if you're going on vibes, have such better vibes right now. But Steelers as a home favorite, Paul, is an interest. I mean, sorry, as a home dog, is an interesting island opportunity. What do you think? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I might take it. I haven't quite decided. I'm going to talk myself into it in this process right now. But, you know, there's drama with the Steelers. I guess the receivers, you know, have all kinds of problems within the receiver core. I, I mean, and this is going on all over that team. It's not like a Mike Tomlin team to be this way. I'm very, very surprised at that if you really want to know the truth. But you got a home team and you got a team that, as you said, Jacob, there's a bunch of these opportunities. You know, Steelers are getting two and a half. Well, that's nothing to sneeze at, uh, particularly when you're at home. I need to make up five games on Jacob. You know, and I'm going positive. I, I really could almost pick either one of these teams. I think you guys were the same way. Uh, I do have caution, though, with the turmoil within the, 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 the Steelers and their entire team. There's something going on that I'm not even sure we know all that's going on. But I'm going to take the Steelers because I'm that kind of guy. I'm that kind of guy that's going to step out. I'm going to go out on a, on a, on a ledge, and I'm going to take the Steelers because I'm making up ground, boys. It'll be interesting if this goes sideways, what that means for Mike Tomlin. All right, Browns-Texans. Uh, Texans are a three-point home dog. Uh, I'll go first here. I, guys, I CJ Stroud's not going to play. I, I'm kind of in on the Joe Flacco Browns a little bit here. They're healthy. They've got good pass targets for Flacco. They're blocking it up for him pretty good. They're keeping him out of pressure. And their defense, while hobbled and not as good as it once was, I think is good enough to hold Houston at bay without CJ Stroud. I'm going to take the Browns and, again, take another you know, road favorite here in a in a divisional, not a divisional game, but a game among playoff contenders. So I'll take Cleveland. I'll lay the three. Paul, what do you think? Well, I would take I would take the Texans if Stroud was playing. There's no question. But then on the other hand, if he was playing, they wouldn't be getting three points either. I mean, more like maybe a pick'em, maybe maybe something like that. I don't know. I'm impressed with Flacco. I'm just going to tell you guys. You know, the guy came out of retirement. I don't know how long he's been retired. I can't remember. But anyway, he's been been out of football for quite a while. Comes out. Plays pretty darn good. Just goes to show you that, you know, you get in the right setting. And is this the right setting? Or is the Browns the right setting sure for is. a Joe Flacco? Well, it appears to me. I mean, I don't know, but it appears to me that it might be. I kind of like the Browns, too. If Stroud was playing, I'd take the Texans probably if it was like a pick em. But you know something? He's not playing. I'm going to go ahead and go with, with uh, the Cleveland Flaccos. 
What do you think, Tommy? You guys do realize that the Browns barely beat the Bears a week ago, right? The Bears are yep. not a good football team. They barely beat them. And that was with Justin Fields. That was with basically their full complement that they have in Chicago. I'm not a believer in the Browns. I like their defense. I always have. I just don't think that, you know, they're that great with Joe Flacco. I've been a big believer in the Texans. It doesn't look like C.J. Stroud is going to play. That clearly hurts them, but they didn't have him a week ago, and they were able to beat the Titans, albeit in overtime. I haven't I haven't seen his Nico Collins playing in the game this weekend. It looks like he's questionable, I think so. so I don't know if I think he's going to so, be back. He, he didn't know. play a yeah. week ago. They don't have Stroud. They don't have Tank Dell, obviously, who's out for the season. Um, I'm going to take an island. I got to make up some ground. I just, in general, like the Texans a lot more than the Browns. So give me the Texans at home and I'll take those three points. Yeah, look, the Browns, yeah, they just barely beat the Bears. Bears defense is playing better. They beat the Jags the week before that. And we'll see. Flacco, let it be an example, Jets, of how you treat an old quarterback. You give him a good offensive line and see what happens. All right, Paul, you're up first on this one. Lions at Vikings. Vikings plus three. Another home underdog here. Vikes plus three against Detroit. What do you think? Anybody have confidence in the quarterback situation with the Vikes? Because I don't think I do. Nick Mullins? He well, looked pretty good last week. He, but, he did look good last well, week. It's, it's, it's okay. Maybe one. One out of what? Ten? I don't know. Anyway. One out of one. He's only All had right. one start. Come uh, on now. Well, okay. I guess. But here's the thing. I have no confidence in the Vikings. I'm going to go ahead and I like, I like Dan Campbell. I just go back to the fact I'm giving this nod to Dan Campbell because he's the head coach of the Detroit Lions. I'm going to go ahead and take the Lions. Tommy, it's been a master class for Brian Flores, piecing that defense together for the Vikings. It's Mullins, but it's also Jefferson and Addison and Hawkinson, and now Ty Chandler, who looks a thousand times better than Madison has. What are you What are you doing here with this one? This one's interesting. Really interesting. And, you know, here, you, here we've got another home underdog in the Minnesota Vikings. The Lions have not played well on the road this season, but they've not played well on the road when it's an outdoor game. This is an indoor game in Minnesota. Jared Goff is much better in a dome. He's going to get a chance to play in a dome in a divisional game. You know, I've not been a big believer in the Lions this season. Don't do it. But I'm going to take Detroit. I'm going to take Detroit. I'll lay the points. I'm going to lay the three points. I'm going to give Jacob, I'm going to give you an opportunity to take a Vikings Island here. Yeah, I kind of like that island. Look, the, the you, you brought it up on the road. They lost to the Bears recently on the road. They crushed Denver at home. The one thing I look at in this one is, is you know, I, I think it's probably more even than people think, is the Vikings stop the run well. Like, they, they have their deficiencies, and they've been overcoming them against the pass. But, man, I you know, if you can take the, the run away from the Lions and the Vikings do that well— at home with a field goal and those weapons, I'll take that. I'll take a stab with wow. the Vikings. I'll take a shot at it. Hey, fellas, uh, I'll, three, I'll take the home points. Three picks, three different guys on three different islands. How do you like that? That's never happened like before. That. That's never happened. It, it, th- putting this list together last night, I was just like, boy, this is uh, this is an interesting day in the NFL. All right, Falcons, two and a half point favorites at home against the Colts. I think. Uh, Tommy, you're up first on this one. Falcons minus two and a half. Uh, they're our first home favorite of the week. What do you think here? 
I I don't understand why the Falcons are favorites Me here. Neither. I just I don't get it. Yeah. I I don't I thought that was a typo when I saw that. At <laughs> I first. did too. I I don't get it. I mean, the Falcons. Yeah, they're desperate, right? And Arthur Smith is on the hot seat for sure. Desmond Ritter is not working out in Atlanta. The way that Arthur Smith has utilized Bijan Robinson has been tragedy this season for Criminal. the Falcons. I don't understand why the Falcons are favorites in this game. I'm going to take the Colts on the road. I'll take the points. Uh, I just think, uh, you know, I've been a believer in Gardner Minshew recently. I really have. It's hard because we're going to get Heineke, right, and not Ritter, Paul. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's what I think that's what makes it a little trickier. I don't trickier, think it matters. It probably doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and, probably, and and so yeah. what makes it unpredictable, I'll, I'll go next here. What makes it hard to pick is if they use Bijan Robinson, you kind of like their chances, right? Like if they just feature him, but for whatever reason, they won't do that consistently this year. Guys, I'm sitting Bijan Robinson in a fantasy playoff game. I can't trust it. It burns you. I'm going to take the Colts too. I, I, I like it. I like the Colts getting points, especially. Uh, Paul, what do you think? Well, you know, this to me is like the easiest pick of the of, on the board today for the three of us, and and I'm I'm with you guys as much as I would oh, like to take. Well, I mean, as much as I'd like to take an item, Tommy, I was like you when I got this from from Jacob yesterday. I think it was last night when we got this from Jacob. I thought to myself, well, wait a second, is is he sure it's it's the Falcons are giving to? I I, I was confused, but anyway. I'm going to take I'm going to take the Colts as well. I'd love to be on an island here, but boys, I I don't have any confidence in the Falcons covering by two and a half. I don't even have confidence right. that they'll win the game. I, yeah, I, I I what a weird game. Same I love Indianapolis on the money line. By the way, see yeah, oh for sure. If you're going to bet the Colts, bet the, bet the win. Uh, Seahawks Titans Titans are getting three points at home. Here we go again. I think I'm up first. Look, I've got to take Seattle because I don't know if Will Levis is playing. He didn't practice again yesterday. This is a hard game to pick on a Friday without knowing if he practices today. I'll assume he's not playing, and I will take uh, the Seahawks. If Levis plays and they're still a three-point home dog, I would probably take the Titans, but I won't because I don't know, and I'll take the Seahawks, and I'll, I'll lay the three points. Paul? Well... Problems at the quarterback. Geno Smith, I think, is is healthy, but he's not starting, is is my understanding as as we speak now. Uh, boy, this is a tough one. This is a very very tough one. I think I'm going to go ahead and take the Titans here again. You know, you're getting three. You're at home. You're the Titans. The Seahawks have some question marks, fellas. I don't know if this is the right one or not, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Titans. Tommy. Uh, it doesn't look like there's been a decision, by the way, yet as oh, far yeah. as the quarterback oh, for Seattle had, for this weekend. Okay, go ahead. But the, there is a storyline coming out of Seattle uh, that's a headline on ESPN that Geno Smith said that he was hurt by the Seahawks' decision to not start him on Monday night. Oh, um, I don't baby. know if that plays in anything, but he was yeah. hurt that he didn't get a chance oh, to start yeah. that game. I know. Regardless I know, of that... Regardless of that, the Seahawks are better than the Titans. I'm going to take Seattle, Paul. I'll let you have the Tennessee Island. Oh, I'll join Jacob, and I'll well, lay the That's not points. a bad island. It's not bad. I, if not... Will Levis plays, Paul, I, I'd be with you. on. If, if it's a Will Levis thing for me, and 
that's strange about Gino because he and Locke have a you know a well noted great relationship. So uh, interesting there. All right, uh, they don't. There's not an easy one here to me this week in any of our picks. Uh, Commanders at Jets. Jets are three point home favorites against Washington. Boy, uh, you're up first on this one, Paul. What do All you right. think? Well, uh, I asked last week was Aaron Rodgers playing, and, and you guys said no. You didn't think he was playing this week, and I, I assume he's not playing. Well, this he's week. not playing now. We know uh, that. Well, that's I'm being sarcastic for guys' sakes. Thank you for helping me with that. But anyway, the point is, is that even without him, I still have a little bit of confidence in the Jets. Listen. Who do I have more confidence in winning a football? I'm not even worried about the points. Who do I have more confidence in winning this football game? I think I have a little more confidence in the Jets and the Commanders. A lot going on with the Commanders. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and give the points. I'm going to go ahead and take the Jets. I don't know why, but that's what I'm going to do. Tommy? Um, okay, the Commanders, Ron Rivera looks like is kind of on his way out Maybe. in Washington. Um, but the Jets just got blanked thirty to nothing by the Dolphins a week ago. But they're good. Though. They're they're not. Well, yeah, but the Jets are not good. Uh, if the Commanders are getting points, I think I will take Washington and I'll take those points. Um, I just I don't have any faith in the Jets for the rest of this season. Now that the Aaron Rodgers news is out and they're out of the playoff hunt, they don't care. Just wash it away and start next season. So I'm going to take the Commanders. I'll take the points. It's Trevor Simeon. I do think this week will tell us a lot about the Jets. Zach Wilson, that happened just a few minutes ago. He's not playing. Um, I'm going to will into existence a Brees Hall game here. I need a Brees Hall game oh, for my boy. soul. Uh, so I'm going to take the Jets. I think I think they are a much, much, much better team than Washington. They've just had a quarterback problem. And I don't. it doesn't strike me a solid group as one that gives up or anything. I think they've known for a long time Rodgers wasn't going to play. So I don't know how much of an impact that's had. But I'll, I'll take the Jets and let's go Brees Hall. Uh, lead us to a fantasy championship. Is that an island for you, Jacob? Is that a Jets no, island? No, Paul took the Jets, too. Oh, Paul took the Jets. Yeah, you're okay. on the island, Tommy. So I get the island with the Commanders. Okay, let's go. All right, Bucks minus two at Jags. This one is fascinating. You're on the Bake Show here. Baker Mayfield has been really, really good the last few weeks. Jacksonville in totality has not, and that's why we see the Bucks as a home favorite here. Uh, I think I'm first, guys. I got to take the Bucks. I got to take. I got to ride the Bake Train here. I got to do it. The Jags are not playing well. The Buccaneers have all these weapons. I love Mike Evans. Godwin's kind of getting in a groove a little bit here again. I'm going to take Tampa at home. I just am not feeling the Jags at all. Paul, what do you think? The moment-by-moment deal sometimes in the NFL, and I respect your feelings on that. If that's what you're feeling, I get it. I don't know any of any better way to try to make a decision. I'm kind of with you. I like I like uh, uh, the bake train. What'd you call it? The bake train. I the like bake the bake train. The bake show. Whatever you want. I like the bake train. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and hop on with Baker Mayfield. I'm going to go ahead and take the Bucks as well. The Jags started out a lot better than they where they are right now. I'm not sure that I have as much confidence in them. I know you did said you didn't, Jacob. I'm going to take the Bucks, Tommy. There you go, my friend. There's a chance for a fairly deep. It's not the best island in the world. But it's not a bad island. Yeah, give me that Jacksonville island for sure. Now, I love Baker Mayfield, and I have not understood the Baker Mayfield hate this entire season. I started Baker in a couple of fantasy football leagues last week, and he paid off for me. It's been awesome. 
There are massive, massive playoff implications in this game for both teams. Jacksonville is in a three-way tie in the AFC South, Indianapolis and Houston. They've got to win this game if they want to get a leg up in the division. Because if they don't, they're going to fall into a wild card that's really, really muddy. So I'm going to take Jacksonville to bounce back. It's not been good for them recently. As much as I like Baker, give me Jacksonville. I'll take that island, and I'll take the two points. Tommy, I think you're first, so you go back-to-back here on this next one. Dolphins getting a point at home against the Cowboys. You love the Dolphins. You taking this swing? I am. I'm going to take the Dolphins minus one. Um, I mean, it's a pick game. The Dolphins really impressed me a week ago against the Jets. I know, again, the narrative is that they haven't beaten anybody, but they've, they've got to shed that reputation starting this week against the Cowboys. I watched the Cowboys game a week ago against the Eagles, and the Cowboys just looked uninspired. They just against looked the like Bills. they... They look great against, against the, the Bills. Against yeah. the Bills. They looked uninspired, and so they follow it up with another AFC East team this weekend. Give me the Dolphins. I'm going to lay the one point. My problem with the Cowboys has been it is it happens too often that they are flat out coached and they were flat out coached against the Bills. Like the Bills game planned them to death. Historically, the Cowboys respond well to that, though. And I think there's a decent chance that was their dud game and they typically do well in the aftermath of that. I'm going to take the Cowboys here. Um, I think, I suspect that there will be a lot of Cowboy fans in Miami, maybe not quite the same environment they saw in Buffalo. I just, I think, you know, I know these dud games comes. It's why I don't think they'll win a Super Bowl, but they do respond well to them historically under Mike McCarthy. I'll take the Cowboys and I'll take the point. Paul? Well, I think that's a good point. Tommy's was a good point as well. Let me just give you a little bit of analyzation as I see this game. I see this game being game planned by the Miami Dolphins. We all know that, you know, the Cowboys have the ability to rush the passer and put pressure on the passer, both up the middle and on the on the rim. They they they're good at that. They're very they're a very good pass rush team. And when you have that, what happens with the team you're getting ready to play? They figure out ways to get the ball out a little quicker, get the ball out to the flats, get the ball, you know, on shallow crossers and all that kind of stuff. I like the ability, I because I I've been you know watching hard knocks with with the uh, Dolphins in season. I like you know that's a good coaching staff. I've really gotten to appreciate that coaching staff. It's different, it's unique. It's it's not your traditional you know raw 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 tough guy type situation, but it's unique. I think that the Dolphins will do a great job getting the ball out quickly and negating a little bit of the pass rush for the Cowboys. I hate to do this because I, I, Cowboys are my number two team. But I'm going to go ahead because I want to win this tournament and defend my title. I'm taking the Dolphins. Look, I, if the Dolphins are smart, they'll just run the ball just like Buffalo did. I mean, run, 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 run. get the ball, the ball out with Tua fans. They can get the ball out yeah. quick with a guy we'll like Tua. They better. Mike yeah, well, Parsons they better. That's right. Lunch. They All better. Right. Uh, Raiders, Chiefs, fellas, as we'll move quickly through these next two. Chiefs, 10-point favorites at home. Look, I, 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 think, I think this is a pretty good spot for the Chiefs, honestly. Uh, the Raiders, you know, the Raiders got out to a 14-0 lead and then didn't score the rest of the way, basically. I think the Chiefs will be good here. They should get Pacheco back. I like the Chiefs. I like a minus 10. Tommy? Uh, you know, they were eight-point favorites against the Patriots. I think that the Raiders are a better team than the Patriots, but the line is, is bigger. Uh, and so that doesn't make me feel super comfortable. I get it. 
but it doesn't make me feel super comfortable. That being said, if there's one thing I want for Christmas, I just want a Chiefs blowout. I want it. I want the Chiefs to just for once this season on Christmas Day at home in front of their fans, people celebrating the holidays. I want them to beat the Raiders by four touchdowns. So I'm picking this with my heart and not my head. It's a big time number. I don't like it, but I'm going to lay the 10. I'll take the Chiefs minus 10. Tommy, this is Paul? that this is that game, Tommy, where you know that ten points will be covered by halftime. How do you like that? That's my assurance to you. You've made the right pick. Congratulations. I'm very proud of you for that. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Chiefs as well. That ten points will be covered by halftime, fellas. All right. Uh Tommy, final one, the big one. Game of the year. Niners at home. Five and a half point favorites over your Ravens. Are you insulted personally by that line? <laughs> uh, this line is disrespectful to the Baltimore it Ravens. It is absolutely disrespectful so for the Baltimore it? Ravens, who, by the way, have the exact same record that the 49ers do. And it's five and a half points. I would have understood it. I don't I, I totally understand why the Niners are favorites in the game. But if it was two and a half points, three points, whatever, somewhere around there. OK, I can live with that five and a half. Come on now. Give me Baltimore. I'm going to take Baltimore. I'm going to take Whoa, the five and a half. Wow. If it's a five, it's five and a half points for a team that's 11 and three. And they're pretty complete. No disrespect intended to the 49ers, but I'll take the Ravens and I'll take the five and a half. If home, if home fields were three points, then really they're telling you that the, the Niners are two and a half points better than the Ravens. I think that's understandable. I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the Niners. I'm going to lay that five and a half and take them at home. All right. Good luck. Uh, I love this game. Can't wait for it. It's a touchdown. I mean, it's within a touchdown, so I, I think it's you know reasonable here. Uh, it's a number that will be really hard to actually bet, but I, I'll t- I'll pick it. I'll pick the Niners at five and a half. Uh, Paul's put somebody on an island. I, I'm going to put somebody on an universe. island. Oh, the Chiefs be yeah. universally. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. When I look at position by position, whether D-line, O-line, running back, quarterback, uh, group of receivers, uh, uh, safeties, basically, you know, just sort of group by group for both of these teams. I give the nod to the 49ers, I think, a little bit. Now, the Ravens got a great football team. I mean, for guys' sakes, they're 11-3. and three. I get that. That's the, way, that's the way the NFL works. But on the other hand, it seems like the 49ers have figured something out. And, and, and they're good. And they know they're good. And they're playing like a team. They're being coached like men. I, I like the 49ers to cover. I don't, know, I don't know if it'll be very much over five and a half, but I think it'll probably be a touchdown to ten points. Somewhere in that area. I'm going to take the 49ers, fellas. I just, I can't thank you. not take. Oh, thank, I thank love you. Did that Did you just island. say thank I you? I love it. Oh, well, okay. We, maybe I love that Merry Christmas. Take me to Merry lunch Christmas. or something if there. you like it that bad. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, uh, we, we, this is going to be a volatile week, most likely. We are all over the map, and I, I don't feel great about it. This is a weird week. Way too many home dogs. Only this one week for sweep. My taste. Only one sweep, Jacob. The That's Chiefs, all there yeah. is. That's all there is. I got yeah. four islands. Oh I no, there's two islands. sweeps. Two sweeps. Colts and the Falcons. That's right. We swept. Oh, that we all away. took the Colts. That's right. Yeah, That's we right. did. All right. Yeah. Uh, That's it. Good luck, everybody. Uh, Tommy, you're stepping out. Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, enjoy thanks. the holiday. Have a good I appreciate holiday, it. Merry my Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas to all the listeners and everything. And we'll see you back on Tuesday. Such a wonderful present. You're leaving me with Paul for the next 30 <laughs> minutes. I really appreciate there it. There you go. Jad, quit laughing so hard. Jad just <laughs> fell out of his chair. All right. We'll be right back. More Sports Daily. we got to talk about this Florida State stuff next.
All right. Welcome back, everybody. Mike wishing us and everyone here at Odyssey a Merry Christmas. We appreciate that. Mike, Merry Christmas to you, too. Merry Christmas to everyone out there. Uh, we uh, we couldn't do it without you. It is the greatest gift we could receive is that you pay attention to us and hang out with us each and every day. So thank you for that. Jacob Albrock, Paul Savage here with you the rest of the way. Uh, Paul, it's uh, fitting that you've got your maroon Bethel uh, <laughs> shirt on today, your sweatshirt there for those watching on the video stream, because the you know the maroon maybe most famous that there is at Florida State is shaking the tree, rattling the sabers and trying to get out of the ACC. This yeah. was inevitable after the just absolute travesty that they're not in the CFP. Maybe that's the favor the Big 12 needed. Florida State's looking. I, I've seen reports this morning at a $575 million exit fee, but Florida State looks like they're legally going to challenge that exit fee. And you know what gets interesting is do they have a case, Paul, that being in the ACC cost them a ton of money by not getting it. I don't know what they're going to do here legally, but they've been thinking a lot about it. They're mad. They're motivated. And and here we go. This will get interesting. This will get interesting. And, of course, the specter of the a, you know the ACC is, is the SEC. I mean, you know, the, the, you've got, like, Georgia and Georgia Tech. you got Florida, Florida uh, State. You've got – I mean, it, it, it goes on and on. There's a number of, of situations like that. So you you think to yourself you got you know it's just it's kind of like a mess with the ACC they're kind of like a, uh, a a poor sister you know that uh, that that has no 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 suitors and you know and I understand and I get it because Florida State was once a very very proud program I mean think of all the great teams under Bobby Bowden I just throw out that name and we know how great he was as a football coach and what he meant and and things aren't the same and what an insult listen I was one of those people who thought. Florida State didn't have their quarterback. Their good quarterback that got hurt, what, uh, the next to the last game before the the uh, regular season was over. I believe that was the case. Uh, but they still won out. They were oh, uh, they were 14-0 and 0 and don't get a, a, a play-in spot at the Final Ridiculous. Four. I didn't get that. Uh, I understand, though, that, that, that the committee has the right to look ahead and say, well, you know something, if somebody's hurt, it's, you know, we could take that stuff into consideration. They've had their quarter – Paul, their quarterback's been hurt for a month, and they've won every game since he's been hurt. Yeah, but he, but he was also – but their good quarterback was also out, done for the year, and, that's, and that was kind of – That's know, what I mean. He's been hurt for a long time. Right. He didn't just get hurt. No, I know. They, they had them ranked right. higher – Right. Since he's been hurt and then swapped it. And do well, you remember Jalen Milrow earlier in the year? He looked like crap. Well, but the point is, I guess the point that I'm trying to say is that, you know, you're 14-0. You've adapted. You've overcome. You, you've handled some adversity. That says a lot to me, Jacob. You know, when I, sure it when does. I coach, you know, part of being successful at a, any particular school is the ability to overcome problems, overcome things that are a handicap. And every football team throughout any year will have those kind of adversities. And Florida State did a great job of handling it. They had a right. They had a right to go. They've got a right to understand that I'm a little irked. I don't like what's happened. And I think they're within their rights to blame the ACC. What what kind of sway does the ACC have that would help Absolutely. their teams? I mean, I look and I think to myself, well, this is – this is a football league, and I'm just going to say football league. I mean, I don't know about basketball and all that at this conversation. But this is a football league with the ACC that doesn't have any clout. No clout at all. You're undefeated. No clout. And that 
is is something that can't be tolerated. That's why Florida State's got to get out. Now, I don't know if they're going to go to end up at the SEC. One would think that's where they're going to go. Florida may not like that. If you're Florida, by the way, yeah, just I don't know if the to... SEC wants them. That's I don't what know if I'm the wanting. SEC wants that's them. But what the Big I'm Ten, wanting. but the Big Ten probably would. I mean, if you want well, Washington so, and Oregon, well, you'd want Florida State. Well, so would the Big I would Twelve. Think. What about the Big Twelve? Well, that's what about I mean, the Big look, Twelve? We can all have we can all have pipe dreams that the Big Twelve. That's not going to be Florida State's first choice, though, because the money's not as big. Right. At least not as it currently stands. Not knowing what's going to happen with basketball, mm-hmm. but the, you know, it's 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 almost like. Do you really blame Texas and Oklahoma for leaving the Big 12 if you try to take your bias and your fandom out of it and just look at it as what's best for those two schools? I got you. I got you. And, of course, some people would say, well, yeah, but if you're, if you're Oklahoma and Texas and you're in the Big 12, I mean, you're going to be – you're going to be one of those teams that could yeah, win a Big 12 just, championship year in and year out. That's not – I can't say that for either one of those two teams. I know I think I think Texas will have a better chance they, in the long run than Until than this year, the, Texas hadn't been in there in forever. Uh, like, I know, you know but like, I'm looking at potential. I mean, you're from Texas, for guys' sakes. You know you know the footprint yeah, you just that go, the you University have of to Texas go, ha- Right, okay. You have to go to the when – you, when you see what just happened to Florida State, that's so easily – could have happened to Texas or Oklahoma right. coming out. That's why it's necessary for them to leave. I don't blame them for it. I hate it. I hate that they're not in the Big 12, but I don't blame them for it. Right. And it's the same thing for Florida State. At some point, if you've outgrown your league and they feel that they have, then you probably have to do something else. And, you know, th- this playoff going to 12 teams is going to – from a fan's perspective, be, make everything fine, it right? Should. This won't happen again. That's right, it won't. Um, but but I get it, where Florida State's coming from. And as a Big 12 fan, I don't hate that this is happening because the Big 12 has a tremendous opportunity here to solidify the future. If they can do some version of what they did with the Pac-12, and whether it's Florida State or not, whatever teams leave there will be an opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. And the Big 12 has to take advantage because here's the other part. It's not like the ACC is not going to try to grow too, but the one thing they don't have is the the ability and flexibility that the Big 12 does in their TV deals. Remember, the Big 12 negotiated a new deal. It will expire before the ACC deal that currently exists expires. So they're going to get to go back to the table again. Right. But I'm not impressed with the ACC's expansion. Isn't one of those teams SMU? I mean, that's... Yeah, I don't that, know what happens to them. I, I don't either. See, and not that anything against SMU, but if I'm Florida, if, if, if I'm the ACC, I want a big splash. SMU's not that splash. No offense to SMU, but they're not the splash I'm looking for. Yeah, no, I know. We'll see what happens there. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Jad's got a special Christmas treat for us from the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll come back with that, and we'll continue with Sports Daily. was the night before Chiefsmas and all through the kingdom. Fans were all dreaming about winning the big one. Our jerseys and sweatshirts were laundered with care in hopes that good luck would come with their wear. 
The refs were all nestled snug in their beds with visions of penalties danced in their heads. And Mama Holtus in her robe and I in Chief's getup were planning the broadcast for the very next matchup. The hour was late and we'd both had some tea, so what happened next could well be a dream. But a noise caught my ear and I jumped out of bed. I looked out the window to see a red sled. It was surrounded by men with helmets and gear. And in the sled seat, a man that would steer. With glasses and mustache and headset on head, I knew in that moment, it must be Big Red. His eyes had a twinkle and a look of great wisdom. He clearly had plans for pleasing the kingdom. But what happened next, I can barely explain, for suddenly on my lawn, a real football game. There were cheers for both sides, fans from both places. This wasn't Arrowhead, but somewhere like Vegas. The anthem was sung and the crowd was at peace. Well, until the end, when most exclaimed, Chiefs! I rubbed my eyes and I rubbed them again. Am I seeing the future? Is this the big game? We won the toss, and they took possession. But they came out strong, got a score, then a second. I started to worry, is this a bad dream? These Chiefs were too good to fall to this team. We scored a few points, but I was still nervous. We've come too far to let this team hurt us. Our defense was fierce and held them from more. But we'd have to hurry if we were to score. The crowd still had faith in a win for our team. In fact, they were louder and starting to scream. The Chiefs were behind in the last quarter, but Big Red was shouting a series of orders. I could barely make out what he had to say, but from what I could hear, it was a trick play. The whistle pierced the air, then play began. I was so anxious, what was the plan? But in a few moments, it all would be clear. A play from now on, we'll call the Reindeer. They both read the same game and play clocks. The play would depend on some very good blocks. But worries were wasted, as soon you'll see. And we would do more than just put up three. From Creed to Mahomes, then over to Kelsey, then back to Mahomes and Kadarius Tony. Those final few seconds felt like all day. Eight different players touched the ball on this play. Then as timers all fell to zero. Marquez Valdez-Scantling would be our new hero. He lay in the end zone with football in hand. The Chiefs with this victory are champs once again. Suddenly my yard was just a yard with only the sled. And preparing to fly it was a jolly big red. A Chiefs win on Christmas sure would be pretty. Merry Chiefsmas to all. And touchdown, Kansas City! Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. All right. There you go. Merry wow. Christmas, everyone. Wow. From Mitch Holthus and the Chiefs. That's great. I'm Merry glad you Christmas. glad you had that there, Jeff. Yeah. So are, are you have you been good to Santa? Uh, been good enough for Santa to come see you this year, Paul? You know, I'm always good. You know, the uh, that's my middle name, Paul Good Savage. I, I thought you knew that, but yeah, I've been really, really good. R- extra good. A lot better than Jad. Jad's not been so good, I don't think. Right, Jad? Yeah, probably true. See, see I saw him yeah. anyway, but you know, so. But I've been a good boy. I've been a really good boy. Good enough. Well, have good. you got, how is, how is, you know, how is everything for Christmas this year? With the savages, are you in town? Or are you going up to the cabin? Well, we're 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 going to go to the cabin. I'm, I was going to let you know we're going to go to the cabin for a for about a week and just have a little layout and fun. And I guess if you need me, I guess we're going to work out a station up there. There's Odyssey stations all over the place, so I'll still be able to fill in and and uh, it'll be at an Odyssey station in Colorado Springs. But yeah, we're uh, we're going to be gone for a few days and 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 have some fun. And, uh, you know, you always make sure when you go to Colorado, because you've been to our cabin. You've been to my cabin, haven't you? I've seen pictures of it. Oh. I've been up oh. there, and we I think we drove by That's the area right. when and my sister-in-law got married or something. Right, and I told um, you, do not ever rent a hotel again. Remember that? I said, cause, Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that's what it was. You you did that, and I, you'd already done it. But anyway, but the point Easy is— Easy to say after we've already left. Oh, oh, man, oh, darn, you should have stayed at the <laughs> well, cabin. Oh, well, yeah, you would have you know. been welcome, you know, instead of having to do your broadcast from the bathroom, for guys' sakes. But anyway. That's right, that's right, I did. I was yep. sitting by the bathtub in that, the toilet. That's uh, exactly but we got right. The, but we got the show <laughs> on the air. We did it. Well, we but anyway, what are you guys doing? We're working. We're here. Uh, I'll be, we'll be working pretty feverishly until Christmas morning, uh, and then we'll get Christmas morning just with our kids here and my wife and I, and then I'll be on CBS Sports Radio Christmas night, and then back to the grind for another week through the new year, and then uh, and then we'll go home to Texas uh, a little after the first of the year. So uh, we'll we, you know we'll have our Christmas morning, which we're really looking forward to. It's pretty nuts at the. Uh, at the old HTOs here in the holidays, it kind of it kind of throws things into a loop for us. But we're we're figuring out that routine, and we'll be good. Well, good. Uh, did you catch any of the any of the Shockers uh, Wildcats last night, Paul? Well, a little bit. I mean, I I try to catch them. I I don't get uh, ESPN Plus, so I had some problems, but I listened to part of it. Uh, and and by the way, from from at least the descriptions that I was getting for, from from radio was that, you know, they played well. I mean, it was a nine-point game. I think by sense of that I was getting, listening, that there was a lot of things that the Shockers did right. This is a neutral floor. 
and uh, two coaches who know each other very, very well. And I hope this isn't the last time that, that K-State and, and WSU play. I hope it's not. Uh, but it, it, it was a good, close game. There were some surprising things. There were some there was uh, some young men that played for Wichita State that I'm not very familiar with. I'm going to have to, you know, familiarize myself with them. But, but I thought overall that there were some good things that, and that this was a competitive game. And uh, I'm glad to see Wichita State making those strides. But I'm also grateful to Kansas State for saying, you know something, this is a game that is important to our state. And that's what I like. This is a game, and playing KU and Wichita State would be also important to our state. You know, the three major universities. I mean, you got two Big Twelve teams, and you got an AAC team or an AAC team. I think it's important that these teams all play each other. So it warmed my heart. But I know something had to do with Mills and and uh, you know K State and and their relationship. So you know, good for them. I'm glad they played it. I hope it's not the last time. Isn't there one? It's scheduled for one more time. I think there's I think. one more. That's yeah. what I Where's thought. Where's one more? I look. I That's think right. if those two are the coach, you would think that they'll keep to keep to play. That's it, what right? I'm thinking. Like if, if those are the two coaches, I think that will make it easier. Yes. Uh, I hope it does. I'm with you. It needs to happen. I, I think Wichita State and KU need to play every no year question. too, quite frankly, every and year. they will uh, here pretty quick. Uh, so we'll see. I, I, you know, watching the game. It was interesting because you you felt good about K-State bouncing back. I actually felt good about Wichita State and the way that, you know, Bijan Cortez played in his debut. I thought he was ahead of schedule for sure from what I expected out of him. And a lot of it was out of necessity because the Shockers got in foul trouble. But uh, we'll see. Conference schedule right around the corner now for both teams. So excited about that. Each of them, I think, get one more non-con and then... It's full steam ahead with college basketball. All right, we'll come back. We'll tell you what's on tap here. Busy weekend on the networks. We'll tell you where you can find what as we wrap up Sports Daily. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 